For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Regina Roberts. You're listening to Daybreak. Today we cover protests in Mexico over voting reforms and speak with Prospect staff writer Sofia Shapovova about her recent reflections on the war in Ukraine. It's Monday, February 27th. In sports news, the Ivy League Track and Field Championships took place this weekend, with the Princeton men's team clinching the division championship yesterday afternoon. This is their eighth consecutive division title. The Princeton women's team also put in a strong performance, taking home second place in their tournament with the first five place finishes. In national news, California was hit with record-breaking rain, snow, and flooding near its coastal cities this weekend. This marks the first time in 30 years that a blizzard warning was put into effect at the state. Heavy snow continues to fall in the mountainous region of Big Bear, as well as high elevation areas in Los Angeles and Ventura counties. At the time of writing, these areas are expected to see worsening weather conditions until Wednesday. Currently, about 67,000 homes and businesses still have no power. In international news, yesterday saw tens of thousands of citizens descend on Mexico City's main plaza to protest recent election reforms. Last week, changes to election funding proposed by President Andres Manuel López Obrado passed through the Mexican legislature. The reforms will include a reduction in federal support and salaries for local election offices and polling places staff. López Obrado is a relatively popular figure with a 60% approval rating on national polls. A long-standing powerhouse at the Mexican left, he has had a complex relationship with both Biden and Trump administrations. Earl Anthony Wayne, a former U.S. ambassador to Mexico, has said that Lopez Abrador sees that there is an important relationship and the United States is willing to work with him over the long term. Lorenzo Cordova, the head of Mexico's National Electoral Institute, has said that the changes will certainly pose risk to the integrity of future elections. February 24th marks one year since Russia's war in Ukraine began. As the war heads into its second year, Ukraine has reported ongoing Russian attacks along the front lines of Bakhmut and Kharkiv. We sat down with prospect staff writer Sofia Shapovova to discuss her self-essay in which she reflected on the past year of hardship. Hi, my name is Sofia Shapovalva and I'm a prospect staff writer. Before we discuss the specifics of your self-essay, can you give our audience some background on the topic of your essay? My essay was a reflection on one year of the war in Ukraine. In February 24th of 2022, Russian forces started a full-scale invasion of Ukraine and my piece explores what it means that it's still ongoing. As you reflected on the year mark of the Ukrainian war, why did you feel it was important to share your experience in a self-essay? This kind of all started because I am involved with the organization 22422 on campus and we were trying to organize an event to commemorate one year of the war and someone I know said to me that I should write a speech and I was intimidated by that, the idea of doing so, but I couldn't stop kind of thinking about it and I realized that maybe instead I could write something. So I think writing the essay was just a way for me to process kind of my own thoughts about it in a more formal way, I suppose, than I have done before. And then I wrote it and I sent it to one of my friends and I, you know, I was kind of anxious about sharing it, but she encouraged me to go through with it. And I think it's important because it's, It helps people to remember that this is something that is still going on and it's an ongoing reality and it's easy to forget. In your essay, you mentioned that you joined the organization 224-2022. Can you speak more on what this organization does and what its current initiatives are? This organization was formed a year ago when the war started by students Katya and Nadia, and they're still members with us today. And it was really aimed at rallying student support 
for Ukraine and then educating the Princeton community about the ongoing war in Ukraine. This year, we had a Central and Eastern European Day on campus during the fall just to educate students about those cultures. And, you know, we had the event last Friday to commemorate one year of the war. I also sent out a newsletter the past semester with updates about what is going on with the war and just different perspectives, including in Ukraine and in Russia and other areas of the world. And we also had an excursion to New York City to an exhibition with photos from the war in Ukraine. And we also partnered with some organizations on campus like Gleeka to help fundraise. That's amazing. Finally, what has publishing this self-essay meant for you personally? Like I said, it was at first just a way for me kind of to process my own thoughts and kind of come to terms with how I feel about it and what I can continue to do about it. I've also, I've gotten a lot of reactions that I didn't expect from writing the essay. A lot of people reached out to me to say that they what I wrote really resonated with them and my friends from back home reposted it on their stories and just, I'm happy that I was able to lend a voice to the situation because I don't know if the prince would have published something otherwise and I think it was just an important reality to continue to acknowledge. Thank you, Sophia. Expect a mix of rain and snow later today with temperatures reaching a low of 27 degrees and a high of 44 degrees. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Thea Wells Spackman and me. Sound engineered by Philip Wing and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Regina Roberts. Have a great day.